0: Welcome to the You Glow Nurse Podcast. My name is Fallon Lopez. I was a formerly burnt out nurse, recovering people pleaser, now turned nurse wellness coach and host of this podcast. I empower nurses to take back their health and healing so they can find their voice again and prevent burnout. We are tapping all the way in, creating open spaces for busy, burnt-out nurses who are ready to grow and glow into their passion for helping others without jeopardizing their own health and wellness. Ditch the burnout, build healthier habits and resilience instead. Let's get to it, y'all. Well, well, wow. Well. It's been way too long. Welcome back to the You Glow Nurse podcast with me, your host Fallon Lopez. I'm so glad you're here. So today's episode was actually recorded inside the nurse wellness community, my private Facebook community. And if you're not a part of that group, I want you to go ahead and join me so I can see your face in the place for more exclusive content, resources and support in your wellness journey. So today's conversation is focused in on stress. Nutrition and mental health. Love talking about this stuff, y'all. I can geek out on these processes, you know, our natural body's process of dealing with outside stressors. Sometimes we just think it's like, oh, it's just a bad day. I'm just miserable, you know, like, okay, just whatever, you know, and we just move on. Whether we deal with it or not, stress is going to happen, it's going to affect us, and it's all about how we deal with the stress you know our it's our body's process of reacting to these outdoor stressors stress helps keep us safe, but it's all about how we deal with it. And I really wanted to leave you with some applicable tools that you can use in your everyday life. And I love talking about nutrition and I'm reading a really, really good book. I'm going to talk more about it inside the conversation, but I'm so glad you're here. You're going to love this one. And remember, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, go ahead and shoot over to my Instagram and send me a message. Let me know what you think. What are some ways that you are helping nourish your body during times of stress or when you feel like your mental health is being jeopardized, especially if you're a nurse or you are in a very giving field, I want to give you these tools. I want to help support you in your wellness journey. It's a process, y'all, and I'm here for it. So let me know. Go ahead on over to my Instagram at Fallon, the wellness RN, and I can't wait to see you there. All right, let's get into it. Hey, happy Wellness Wednesday. It's your girl, Fallon, checking in for a midweek session. Tonight, I'm talking about stress, nutrition, and your mental health. We should all be talking about mental health. Um, definitely. It's like I said in the last uh, live that I did, mental health has definitely been like a, a real buzzword right now. People are talking about it ever since COVID happened, things with COVID. And when we had to get real still with ourselves, we had to get real quiet with ourselves um, and really had to do a lot of work. That's when mental health started, you know, coming about. A lot of people were dealing with stress. A lot of people were dealing with a lot of anxiety of the unknown. So mental health has definitely been on the forefront and it should continue to be on the forefront. And that is something that I'm passionate about. And if you're here, if you're on with me, that is something that you've heard me talk about, you know multiple times. And the last time we were on, the last time we chatted, I was talking about fitness and mental health. Just a quick little recap for those of you that may have not seen that last live or that last video, go ahead. You can watch it on the replay. It's on my Instagram and on YouTube as well. So the recap of last, the last time that we spoke uh, with fitness and mental health, I I really was just reminding us, about how amazing our body is, you know, there are so many processes going on to regulate our body that we don't even know about throughout the day, moment by moment, all these natural processes, God created us to be, you know, these wonderful human beings and all of these processes that we don't even know. Uh, A lot of the things that are going on, especially with our mental health, a lot of people may think like, oh, I'm just in a funky mood or I just like, I'm feeling anxious, you know, whatever is going on, but it's really chemical reactions. When you get down to it, it's a biology of your body. It's chemical reactions going on throughout your body. Um, and some of the time, um, these chemical reactions that are happening with our hormones, with our neurotransmitters, you know, our brain is talking to us, our body is sending signals throughout our body. Um, a lot of the times when we're dealing with mental, uh, mental issues, such as being uh, stressed out, being anxious or feeling depressed, just to name a few of the issues that you may be facing. These are chemical reactions, like I said. Um, and a lot of the times when we're facing some of these, not all the time, but sometimes these chemical reactions need to be regulated by medication. And that's okay. That is something that happens. And I'm a nurse. So I definitely understand the the importance of, you know, medication and um, in, our, in our lives. Um, but there are also other tools we can use. When we're dealing with certain mental issues, when we're feeling stressed out, anxious, depressed, there are chemical reactions that are happening and sometimes people need medicine to regulate these mental mental health issues and that's that's okay. That's that's important. We want you to stay on your medication, follow your regimen, especially if you're you know, being followed with the with a physician. So I definitely agree. But there are also tools that we can use, tools, other tools that we can have in our toolbox that are going to help ease symptoms and help you bounce back faster and more often, more, more um, quickly. More quick um, when you're having low moments, and today I want to focus in on stress when talking about mental health. So we have all felt stress, right? Stress is part of life. It's you know, it's we're all going to have our stressed out moments. Either you're you know out here in traffic dealing with traffic, you you got to pay the bills and you're stressed out. You're thinking about work, whatever it is, your kids, your family. They're all going to stress you out. We're all going to experience stressors, and that's a normal part of life. Um, and so that normal part of life, um, that normal stress is called eustress. And it helps us. It's important. This is an, an important part of our, our body's process. It's going to help warn us that something's happening. This is our body's process, that stress, that normal amount of stress. That we experience when we have a, like a presentation or we have a big test or, you know, you're about to get married or, you know, you're going to go traveling. This These are stressful things and there are normal amounts of stress. This is your body letting you know something is happening. You need to be on your, your toes. You need to be ready to to react. Something's going on. And this process that our body kicks into in response to these outside stressors, to these outside uh, things that are um, triggering us, is to go into a flight and re- flights, fights, or flight response. This is a normal process. You know, we have this heightened experience where we're like on our toes, and we're like, "Okay, I'm getting ready for action." This is normal, you know. Um, and at that time, at that moment, your body is being provided a burst of energy. So it can respond to these dangers or to these outside threats. You know, whatever is going on that your body's perceiving, like, hey, I need to be on my toes. I need to be on, you know, on, you know, on uh, on high response right now. Whatever it is that's triggering you. Um, Your body is going into this fight or flight mode to get ready to react. So there's some things that are happening, you know, like you're breathing faster, you're getting more blood shunted to these important organs so that you can get get ready to react. And your body is getting cortisol. That is an important. That's also called the stress hormone, right? Like it's getting ready to give you a burst of energy so you can react. And like I said, this is normal. We, you know, we want to be able to react when things are coming our way. We want to be able to react so we can be on our toes. So whatever happens, we're ready, right? Like this is good. But there's a time when you stress can turn into a chronic stress state. And I want to talk about that. This chronic stress state is your body constantly staying in this fight or flight mode. You're constantly on alert. You're constantly like stressed out. and You know, your body gets tired. Your body is going to get tired of constantly just feeling like it's on edge constantly looking for something to react to and that is when it goes into this chronic stress mode and we're going to talk about that because like i said stress is a normal part of life but it's how you deal with it that really matters and the way that we deal with it can either cause this normal flow of stress like going from the fight and flight response to the rest and digest system look i'm taking you back to amp real quick for my nurses that may be joining <laughs> Taking you back like, okay, we're going into the fight or flight. Okay, now I'm safe. Let's go into rest and digest. This is the normal flow of life. Um, But when you're in that chronic stress mode, and you don't really deal with your stress in a healthy way. You're going to constantly stay in this heightened mode. You're constantly on alert and your body gets tired. So how do we deal with stress in in a healthy way, in a way that it's like, OK, this is part of life. I can get through this. I can deal. I can move on. I can I can be successful. So and how do we get into the rest and digest? Look, because we need to rest and we need to digest our food. So if you're constantly in chronic stress your blood, blood is getting shunted away from your guts. And so it's going to make it harder for you to digest your food properly and to get the nutrients that are important to you. So staying in chronic stress modes, like we've been in a chronic stress mode coming out of 2020. Like we've been in that, especially if you're working in healthcare and you're a very career driven and you're giving and you're a giver, it can be easy to get wrapped up in the in the high stress mode. Um and but now that we're coming out of it, let's talk about how to maintain that. How to get back into this healthy flow again. So, one way, and we're just going to talk about a few ways people deal, like I said, we're talking about stress, nutrition and your mental health. How is it connected? How is it all combined? How is it all affected? So, a lot of people a lot of people me, the way that I dealt with stress, like Back in the day when Fallon didn't have her tools, when Fallon didn't know, when Fallon wasn't really taking care of herself, when she wasn't very self-aware, Fallon was an emotional eater. Right here. I'm going to let you know. In nursing school, that is how I coped. That is how I dealt with my stress. I would order a huge pizza from Papa John's back in the day. That was the good kind. I would order the whole thing, and I would just like eat half of it, save the half for later. Y'all, I'm about five feet tall. So I do not need to be eating a whole pizza in one day that is not good for me, that is not good for my mental health, you know, because after you eat all those comfort foods, you know, that was what my body was craving. It was craving the cheesy, the bread, the carbs, that was the comfort food because I was stressed out from nursing school. I was stressed out because I was in a horrible relationship with the guy that I was dating. He was just using me. And then I was stressed out about school, like not being on top of my class, maybe possibly not even finishing nursing school. There was a time that I was afraid of failing and feeling like I wasn't good enough to be a nurse. So the way that I dealt with that was emotional eating comfort foods your body when you're stressed if you're an emotional eater when you're stressed your your body is craving these comfort foods it wants to be comforted your body wants to feel safe that's normal your body doesn't want to be on this chronic high stress mode looking for like the way out like always on alert no your body wants to have that natural flow right like your fight or flight. Okay. Time to rest and digest. Okay. Like having a normal kind of balance, a normal flow. That's what your body wants. It wants to feel safe. It wants to feel secure. And so one way that your body feels secure is by having these comfort foods, craving these comfort foods. And it's not that you're too weak or you you don't have any willpower and that's why you can't leave these, these comfort foods alone. And we know what they are. The cheesy, the fried, the salty, the sugary, the processed foods that are so easily accessible to us versus like having the energy, especially when you're in a down time. You don't you don't have energy. You don't have those happy hormones to motivate you like serotonin. You don't have a lot of that to motivate you to make a healthy meal. So what what are you going to reach for? You're going to reach for what's easily accessible. And those are those comfort foods. And then your body is craving it more. And it's not because you're weak. It's not because you don't have the willpower. These comfort foods are actually, you know, being craved because of your, the, the, the natural habitat that we have within us, our gut microbiome. Comfort foods, you crave them, you want them, but afterwards, cue the shame, cue the guilt. You feel even worse after having these foods, right? Like these comfort foods, you may be craving them in the moment when you're stressed, when you're feeling like you're not enough, like you're feeling like you know, you're know you stressed out for whatever reason. And so you want the foods that are going to make you feel safe and secure. But once you have them, you feel good for a little bit. But then afterwards, cue all these, like, these shame, these guilt. You're like, why did I eat that? Why did I do that? You feel even worse than before. And there are a lot of other things that happen when you're having a lot of these comfort foods. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that. When you're craving these comfort foods, you know, you're you're going to feel good in the moment, but then afterwards you feel horrible afterwards. And there's a lot of other things that are affected when you, um, when you're in this constant stress mode and then you're, you're emotionally eating. So research studies show I'm gonna get a little geeked out on y'all real quick. So with the elevated blood sugar level from these certain foods, like whatever foods that you're craving, these comfort foods, those pastries, and if you have increased elevated blood sugar levels and you're already down and out, you're already feeling bad, these elevated blood sugar levels from certain foods can block certain proteins that your body naturally has to help you feel um, like you can adapt to stressful situations. So if you're already feeling bad, if you're already feeling low and depressed and stressed out and you're eating more sugary foods, these comfort foods, you're, it's, you're causing your blood sugar to become higher. And this, in turn, blocks a protein from getting into your bloodstream that is actually going to help your brain grow and adapt. This is called BDNF. And I talked about this last time called the brain derivative, neuropathic factor, y'all. So I am reading this amazing book called This Is Your Brain on Food by Uma Nadu. Amazing book. See, she is a psychologist and a um, nutritional, she calls herself a nutritional psychiatrist. Amazing book. And I'm only through like the first couple of chapters and I'm already geeking out about this, finding out about the brain and, you know, how these foods affect us. And so if you're in a sad, depressed, stressed out state and you add more sugary foods, you add these comfort foods, you could potentially be blocking your brain from growing. Pretty much. (laughs) That's what's happening. These certain proteins that get into your blood system, brain, naturally, your bloodstream, are blocked because there's too much sugar in your bloodstream. And so your brain can't adapt. So you don't know how to deal with a stressful situation. You don't know how to deal with stress. You don't know how to deal with anything because your body is just full of sugar and you're not allowing those those protein, those natural processes to get into your system. Like I said, the BDNF. And I mentioned that last time in the live that I was sharing. So and another thing. So when you're constantly craving these comfort foods, right, you're stressed out. One thing that your body's going to do is crave comfort food. Process, takeout, fatty, fried, this can lead to a less diverse gut microbiome. Y'all, like I said, I love talking about the guts because it's the center of everything. Your gut is your second brain. It's not just this empty pit where you just eat food and the food disappears and you get hungry in four hours. No, your gut has it does a lot. It's your second brain. And it's so connected between the guts and the brain and the hormones and the neurotransmitters. That's why I'm talking about stress, nutrition, and your mental health because it's all connected. So like I said, constantly having these, this, this um, comfort food, the same comfort food is going to lead to a less diverse gut microbiome. And these are the gut bacteria that send hormones that send signals up to your brain that help you with the happy hormones like serotonin they affect all of that that gut brain connection your your gut speaks to your brain and your brain speaks to your gut and it's closely related so if you're constantly putting in the the fatty and the fried you're 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 going to your your gut is going to be overgrown with the bad bacteria the bacteria that crave even more fatty fried and processed food. And so it's this cycle that just keeps going and going. You eat the bad food, you eat the the, uh, the processed food, the all of the fatty and fried, the comfort foods, and then you create more bad bacteria in your gut that in turn starts craving more and more of this food. And it's just like this cycle. And it's like, how do I get out of it, Fallon? You increase your your stress. You don't know how to deal. You don't know how to adapt because you don't have enough of the BDNF to help your brain grow. So it, it can be a cycle. So I want to help you get out of this chronic stress mode. Like I said, if you're chronically in the the chronic stress mode, you're constantly in fight or flight, and you're always on, on edge, and you're always trying to just like figure out what your body gets tired. How do we get back to that rest and digest the normal flow? Okay, yes, we need stress, but we need it in normal amounts. How do we get back to that? by coping in healthy ways. We are in a generation of the microwave generation. We don't wanna feel the feels of how we're feeling in the moment. We don't wanna feel anything, you know? And the way that we cope sometimes is by, you know, trying to diminish our feelings, trying to numb out. Today is 420, look, like people are celebrating, like, you know, they are, and no judgment if you celebrate 420, if you partake in any of those activities. But for me, a long time ago, that was how I dealt with my stress. I was a choo chewing more than a train. I was smoking all the time. Yes, honestly. And I'm gonna like let. Let it be known. That is how I dealt with my stress. And it was not a healthy way. That was not how Fallon should take care of herself. Instead of dealing with my stress, finding out what's going on with you, Fallon, how are you feeling? What are the things that you're dealing with? Who can we talk to? How can we overcome? What is the solution? No. Like, I was one that partaked as well. So definitely, I understand if that's how you're feeling when you're stressed out. You you, you know, like I said, we're in a microwave generation. People don't want to deal with their stress. They rather just just move on. But that in turn does not help you, you know, create a a healthy coping routine. We all feel stressed. Stress is a normal part of life. It's our body's process of telling us, hey, something is going on. You need to react. You need to get ready. You need to stay on your toes. But having that healthy process and well-rounded diet is very important. So if you're a big snacker when you're stressed out, I get it. I've been there. I was self-medicating, smoking all the time, um, drinking and partying, and I was a binge eater. That is how I dealt with my stress. So I get it. I understand. I've been there. And that is why I'm so passionate about these healthy coping mechanisms and wellness and having a holistic lifestyle because it really is a lifestyle. You can't just do it in the moment and just expect. No, it's a lifestyle. It's a pattern. You definitely have to take care of yourself for sure. So if you're if you're a big snacker, yes. Some people don't snack at all. Some people, when they're stressed, they don't eat. And that is another way that your body is dealing with the stress. You're on constant alert. And you're like, you know, you're not nourishing your body the right way. is our engine. It's a sign and it's a normal sign that something is going on, but we need to nourish our body. So if you're not a big snacker or maybe you aren't making the choices to have a well-rounded balanced diet because it's stress, nutrition, and your mental health. It's all connected. What you're putting into your gut, what you're putting into your system, it affects your mental health because your gut and your brain, they speak back to each other and they're connected. Yes, if you didn't know. Definitely. So we want to make sure that we're putting in good things into our body. We are nourishing our body. We're taking care of that natural habitat for sure. So some big things if you're a big snacker while, you know, emotional eater, let's start replacing those snacking with like maybe some crunchy veggies. I know I liked chips before, so crunchy veggies and hummus was a great way for me to still have that crunch. It wasn't a, an exact replica. Come on, look, I'm just letting you know. Some trail mix, some, some nuts, those are really important. Healthy fats are really important to your brain. A lot of fats with omega-3. For example, salmon. Salmon. I always say the L and salmon. Look, don't judge me, y'all. <laughs> Salmon. It's the fatty fish, right? We know about salmon. It's good for your heart. It's heart healthy. It's going to help you with your your blood pressure and all of the things. But did you know it's good for your brain as well? Healthy fats from the omega-3 in seafood help protect the brain from inflammation. It helps you bounce back, especially when you're in a chronic stress mode. If you're trying to get out of it, start adding some healthy fats to your diet. So What makes these fish so healthy, right? Fish, guess what they eat? The salmon, guess what they eat? They eat phytoplankton. Phytoplankton, in turn, they eat algae. So what? The fish are on a plant-based diet and they're the most healthiest thing that you can eat right now, right? So adding more (laughs) of these healthy fats from like salmon and they're on a plant-based diet. So hmm, maybe the fish are onto something. Look, just just a little nugget in there. You know, so adding more healthy fats like salmon, um, walnuts, green, leafy veggies, and another tip that I'm going to leave for you, and I'm going to hop off, y'all, because I'm getting way too long-winded today, following a Mediterranean diet. So when you're in a stress mode and you're trying to find healthier ways to take care of yourself, to put healthier things in your body, it is is good that you invest in yourself. If you're trying to find a healthier way to do this, following these tips, Putting healthier things into your body, nourishing your body. Cause like I've been saying from the beginning, your gut, what you put in, what you put into your body, it's going to affect your mental health. There is a gut-brain connection. Your gut is sending signals to your brain. Your brain is sending signals down, signals down to your gut. And you want to have a healthy habitat, a healthy, well, well-balanced gut bacteria. So, adding more of the good food is going to support that. It's going to nourish that and help you get more balance with that the gut microbiome. So, following a Mediterranean diet, eating more healthy fats with omega threes in them, and then also, you know, having more cru- cruciferous. I'm adding some more words vocabulary tonight, y'all. Cruciferous vegetables in our diet with a lot of healthy fats as well are gonna be really important to protecting your brain, and helping your brain adapt and helping you get out of that stress mode so you can see the light at the tunnel. Like I said, from the beginning, these chemical messages that are happening throughout our body, we don't even know they're happening. When you're stressed, you, you can't even think about cooking a good meal. You're like, what? I don't even care about cooking a good meal. I want to just eat or not eat. You just do whatever is available to you. You don't have enough serotonin to do the activities, to do the healthy living. So sometimes people do need medicine to get out of these states with their mental health. But there are also other tools you can use. There are also other resources that you can add to your tool belt, even if you're not at the medication level. And I hope that you're not. And if you are, that's okay as well, but adding more tools to your tool belt so that you have more resources. So because like I said, stress is a normal part of life, but it's how we deal with it. Having the healthy outlets, nourishing your body and supporting your body. What are you putting into your body is so important as well. Definitely. So last thing I'm going to leave with you, be kind to your mind in this process. Don't beat yourself up just because you're craving those comfort foods, but know that this is a process. It's going to take some time for you to break up with those comfort foods. And that's okay. Come from a place of abundance. Don't look at it as just, oh, a restriction. I just, I can't do it. I'm on a diet. I cannot do it. It's not good for me. Come from a place of abundance. Look, I I get to add to my life. I'm adding more choices to my life than the same old, same old. I want more diversity in my life. I want to do more for myself. I want to nourish my body more coming from that place during this transition, during this process is going to help you turn it into a lifestyle. And that's what I want to help you with tonight. I hope all of this helped. Let me know if you appreciate anything that I said. Definitely, definitely love talking about all of this stuff. Mental health, the tools that we can use to ease the symptoms, to help support us in our time, to just To just help us bounce back because stress is part of life, but we need to maintain, we need to take care of us ourselves and starting with our mental health is so important. So if you enjoyed any of those things and you want more recipes, sis, I got you. Like I said earlier, those those healthy salmon, those healthy fish, they're on a plant-based diet. Maybe they're onto something. And I want to help you jumpstart your plant-based diet as well. So if that is something that you're interested in, definitely grab my Whole Foods ebook. It is in my bio and it's simple, easy, quick, straight to the point recipes. Cause I don't like being in the kitchen all day. I like quick. To the point this is for career-driven women that are ready to take back their own health. We do that by the habits. What are we doing every day? The thing that we're putting into our body is so important. So if you're ready to jumpstart one of these healthy habits by nourishing your body and by putting wonderful things into your body, start with us this whole foods ebook. And I'm not completely Plant-based. There are a few other tips in there. I'm using turkey and um, chicken as well, but definitely getting more on a plant-based side is so important for us. So if you want more of that, check the link in my bio for that. Plant-based not only helps you lose and maintain weight loss, but it helps heal your gut and the, the gut microbiome and in turn improve your mental wellness. And that's what I want for all of us. I want us to win. Definitely, y'all, I've so, so enjoyed this conversation and I hope you did as well. Let me know in the comments below if you did as well. And I will see you next time, y'all. Send me a DM if you have any questions about this, need more recipes, whatever I can help you on. I'm here for it. And I appreciate y'all for all showing up. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. Bye.